Hello, everyone. This is Adam Meister, the Bitcoin Meister, the Disrupt Meister. Welcome to the One Bitcoin Show. Today is May the 6th, 2021. Strong hand, long-term thinking, have a backbone, buying over crying. Personal responsibility is the new counterculture. This game is not rigged. Conviction, compete, don't complain. We will talk about that today. Be Bitcoin bold, all right? Don't FOMO on alts. And yeah, I am still offended by selling. Hello, my unique beasts. Hello, my elite friends. Check out the most recent show. Bree and Craig interviewed me. I like when other people interview me. We got some more of those scheduled coming up. Quite a few, actually. So check that out. Uh, 18 Bitcoin make you a freaking millionaire on this. It's like thunderstorming out there in uh, in Nashville, Tennessee. Uh, so I'm this will uh, I, I'm going to Miami next week for a month. It's uh, Tuesday, but we'll talk about that later. Also, check out the show where I was at the hockey game. Link to below. It's prominently listed. Always check out the links. Tomorrow, 1 p.m. Eastern time, Joe Saz makes his de debut on the This Week in Bitcoin show. John Vallis and Pirate Beach Bum return. 1 p.m. Baltimore, New York, Boston, D.C. time tomorrow. That's uh, Friday. All right. Real quick. Orioles had a no-hitter yesterday. Uh, I mean, I was in complete shock. It, I, I, I checked the score. I, I had just got done running. It was an afternoon game. A tear came to my eye. I, I am not going to lie to you. I yelled out, enjoy. Um, I thought of my father immediately, immediately. And it just shows you how certain things are just connected. You don't even, you don't even realize when you're going to think about somebody who's not around anymore. So it was a really happy moment. And uh, again, value your wealth in Bitcoin. Uh, you know, don't, don't get obsessed with sports. But a no-hitter is very rare. Uh, it, it had been 30 years, so um, I was shocked. I was shocked. And it was really just a happy feeling as if my dad was right there with me. It was un unbelievable. So let's let's get into uh, into Bitcoin. And uh, I still have a big smile on my face. And, uh, yeah, it's I knew it would happen one day. I knew there would be another uh, Oriole no-hitter. <laughs> just like I know, you know, return Bitcoin will return to its all-time high. I knew. I knew there'd be, a, it's just long-term thinking. Long, and I'm, it's unfortunate my father wasn't here to see uh, this one. He saw many, many ones before I saw them. So, um, <laughs> okay, now let's uh, let's talk about Taproot. What is this Taproot here? Oh, Adam's talking at the technology. What's going on? Absolutely enormous for Bitcoin's privacy, efficiency, and fungibility. Uh, and Andy Hoffman said that. And, okay, yeah. That's true, but I said traditional investors and the herd do not care about any of that. <laughs> Even Michael Saylor does not care about privacy. And uh, I mean, he doesn't care that much about it. The first real United States ETF will be more important uh, for the price of Bitcoin than Taproot is. So I know all of you are very excited about Taproot. Uh, the normies don't know about it. Uh, don't care about it. Uh, the, the institutions uh, don't. The institutions probably are, you know, weary of uh, fungibility and all. I, I mean, uh, and privacy, efficiency they like. But okay, so you could get updates on Taproot on the progress. I know people have green squares. I'm, I'm not following the. Uh, I'm a unique piece. I'm not doing no green square. But Taproot.watch. Very easy to remember URL there. Uh, Taproot.watch. You never know what you're going to get in baseball. I mean, it was it was shocking. Pound that like button. Okay, Dogecoin. <laughs> oh my lord! It's still people. People are waiting for Elon Musk to be on Saturday Night Live. Okay, I mean, <laughs> it's come to this. You know, you're in alt season. We're we're in alt season, by the way, people. For all the people that there've been a lot of false calls about alt season. It happens. In the year after the halving, okay? People thought it was happening last year, 2019. No, you know it's happening when people are talking about Saturday Night Live pumping 
an altcoin because Elon Musk is going to be on it. And when Ethereum Classic is $150, that's alt season. But we're going to get to that in a second. Dogecoin, though, is, is a measurement. I mean, it, it's some kind of hybrid measurement of common man interest in cryptocurrency and irrational exuberance and euphoria. Maybe it's a, me a measurement of how insane we are into the into alt season. You can learn something from the Dogecoin pump. I mean, about normies. <laughs> and, and there's some good quotes I want to share in a second. But going back to the Ethereum, I, I a little jumbled here. But the, hey, you could fast forward if you want to. Whatever. I'm, I'm bringing everything here. I got lots of things written down. Just reading them all. Uh. Ethereum Classic, and it shows that the market doesn't care about security at all because Ethereum should be at Ethereum Classic really should be at zero. I mean, there was a, there was a fifty one percent attack on it last year or two years ago. It's had all sorts of security issues, but it's at an all time high. So I mean, it really should be at zero. There, there are no fundamentals in altcoin land, and hey, it's a golden age. <laughs> it's a golden age uh, in the in the digital world. And people can speculate on whatever they want to. People have, have become rich because of Ethereum Classic. I gotta, I gotta admit to you guys, somewhere I gotta find it. Somewhere I got a little bit of Ethereum Classic laying around from 2016 or something like that. All of a sudden, it's worth 150 bucks. I, <laughs> it's 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 crazy. And uh, you know, if you watched last week's show. We had a guest talk about how he, he randomly has Dogecoin laying around. I mean, if you've been in this long enough, you've gotten all sorts of tips from people. And you you kind of put them in places. Whatever, I'll figure that out eventually. <laughs> so I do want to say um, that uh, obviously Ethereum Ethereum has been in the news. People have Ethereum derangement syndrome. I forgot who posted that in my comments section. Don't have Ethereum derangement syndrome, guys. Uh, it's 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 part of the cycle, and it got to six percent of a Bitcoin. It's at six percent of a Bitcoin. I predicted that. I started predicting it in August. I mean, in J July thirtieth of last year. The video is linked to below. Go to the nine minute and forty second mark. I, and actually, starting at that point, I say all sorts of things that came true. That people would talk about the flipping, people would panic, people would be scared. I mean, uh, I was very prescient. And guys, it doesn't matter. The pie is expanding. So many people are joining. Uh, it's apples and oranges. Let them do what they're going to do over there. It's it's fine. It's fine. Some of you have Ethereum derangement syndrome. You, you just can't ignore it. Ignore it. Ignore it. Calm down. But uh, yeah, it got up to 6%. I said it was going to be that when it was below 3%. I, I just knew, I mean, people want a second, you know, they, they think they're going to find the next Bitcoin. No, Bitcoin is the next Bitcoin. Someone didn't, you know, link to below is my TikTok. I've been doing it. Coinbase, Coinbeast, excuse me. Coinbeast, if you want pure Bitcoin, go to Coinbeast, okay? They don't talk about no altcoin or anything like that, all right? So I do their TikToks. And amazingly, someone asked me, what do you think of Hex? And my response was, Bitcoin is the next Bitcoin. And he said, no, what do you think of Hex? You know, they just don't get it. They don't get it. That's what I think of Hex. <laughs> That's what I think of all altcoins. Bitcoin is the next Bitcoin. Dude, you're asking me a question about your altcoin because you want me to say, oh, it's an up-and-comer, blah, 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 blah. It's going to take over. No, I'm not going to say that. It's, it's, it's not. There's only one. Bitcoin is the one, baby. It's got the uh, monetary, the most stable monetary policy in the history of mankind. We're going to get to that in a second. Because some people uh, in in they're talking that Ethereum is a store of how's Ethereum a freaking store of value? That's it, 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 better than Bitcoin. Bitcoin Ethereum's pol monetary policy changed in 2016. They had a bailout. They had a freaking bailout. You can't erase that history. I mean, so <laughs> if you you cannot say it's a better store of value than Bitcoin because you cannot erase that history. Okay, I jumped ahead in the show there. I wasn't supposed to talk about that until later. Hey, dudes, if you're watching this live, retweet this. Retweet this, dude. Hey, Jorge Truco's in the house. All right, good. Good to see him there. Um, 
The market may not care about privacy, but privacy matters. Yeah, dude, it does. <laughs> but the market doesn't give a darn. The market cares about Dogecoin, Ethereum Classic, uh, B-Gold. I mean, the most ridiculous things in the world. The market is made up of a lot of 80 percenters doing impulsive things. All right. Okay. Uh, um, but their time will come when people realize how much privacy matters, especially in countries like Argentina. Um, no, some people will. And yes, of course, in Argentina, they should realize that by now. But they don't uh, – Jorge, we've, we've spoken about this. I mean they haven't learned any lesson. It, it, the, 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 the monetary – they keep electing socialists after socialists after socialists after socialists. Most people are never going to learn there. It's a beautiful country. I enjoy my time there. Um, but every decade, there's a new catastrophe, a new financial catastrophe in Argentina. So it, it, no, people are not going to learn. People – everyone's like everyone is going to get into Bitcoin and drop fiat. No, that's not going to happen. 80 percenters like convenience. They like impulsive stuff. They like nonsense. They do not think. They are branded to. They believe in brands. It's all about brands. And their, their politics is all about brand. Yeah, I like the Biden brand more than the Trump brand now. That's why I'm voting. It's all And people, you know, Trump branded himself also. It's all about brands. It's not about thinking, thinking things through. It's about going along with the herd. We're going to talk about that for a second. So this guy, WebPixel, sent me – what is this, five, $5 R? I don't even know what that is. Um, comment on origin protocol <laughs> goes to $5. Well, that's my comment on it, dude. I don't know what origin protocol is. And you are – what country are you in, dude, WebPixel? I mean I thank you for the uh, $5 – are maybe it's Rand. Maybe you're in South Africa. I, I thought the symbol looked a little different. They, they would do a different symbol. Oh, okay. Maybe you can tell me where you are, WebPixel. Um, I, I, I'm I'm curious, but I, I had never heard of uh, your altcoin at all. It, it, you said it goes to five dollars. There are a lot of things that are going uh, in, in altcoin land. It's alt season. You know, it's alt season when some dude is paying me five dollars in some currency to just. Say something about a currency I about a an altcoin I have no idea about. I mean, Bitcoin is next Bitcoin. Did you hear what I said five minutes ago or three minutes ago? Um, all right, let's let's get back to schedule here. But thank you for your five, uh, whatever five dollars of something. Maybe it's South African rand. All right, so yeah, the the Doge, dude. You, you, I mean, I know you. It's, it's tribal here. Altcoins are tribal. You're trying to pump your tribe. But you got to admit, dude, the Doge altcoin tribe is on steroids right now. Um, and it just shows you how powerful this meme world is now for the young people, at least. Um, it, it, it has definitely pumped beyond what I thought was possible. And it just shows you what a golden age it is and uh, how unexpected, seemingly illogical things can happen. Uh, and yes, it's a sign that there's, <laughs> you know, there's a, it's a, it's a, it's a sign that there's a lot of dollars being printed. It's a sign that we're in alt coin. We're in alt season. There's a, again, there's a lesson to be learned there. And young people are going to do impulsive things. I did impulsive things when I was young. Okay. <laughs> I got into trends. I drank Zima or whatever that was, or, uh, what was that horrifying, uh, it was, a, it was a, like a power drink alcohol thing. Oh, my God. I had a party. You know, if you watch uh, the, when Craig Ship and, and Bree interviewed me, um, I talk a little bit about my partying days. What sparks? Oh, my God. There was this drink called Sparks that was a, a malt liquor and energy drink, like the worst of all worlds. And I knew the Sparks representative, a, 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 a girl. She, she was in her 20s. Um Back, you know, a few years ago, and she became my friend. Um, she had a huge rack that my my guy friends loved looking at. I didn't care about her rack. She did have a huge rack, one of the biggest racks I've ever seen. But um, I didn't see it naked, but I saw it through her shirt. You couldn't uh, avoid looking at it. But she was a nice girl, really nice girl. And to one of my parties, she filled my bathtub with, like, the, 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 the cans of Sparks. Like and they were like, but sixteen powerful that that spark stuff. So yeah, I did impulsive. <laughs> Don't do that. 
Don't do that. I learned my lesson. Malt liquor energy drinks uh, that were trendy uh, a few years ago. Bad idea. Pound that like button for Adam just telling you a random – you never know you're going to get some Beyond Bitcoin stuff on this show. And, uh, yeah, she was, she was a very nice person, though. Very, uh, And she would leave the parties early. It was very strange. She would leave. She brought friends with her. She was very responsible in that manner. She, she didn't want to stay out too late. I mean, the, that party went till five in the four in the morning. I don't even know, man. How can I remember? It got, my brain got erased that night from that disgusting stuff. So, uh, all right. So, yes, young people, impulsive stuff. And so, yeah, I'm comparing drinking sparks to buying Dogecoin. It is on a certain level, it's similar. I mean, you just you just you just partying like a freaking rock star. You think it's not going to end. You don't think there's going to be consequences. Oh, there are consequences, man. <laughs> and some uh, some hottie, you know, makes you drink more. Now that's not the reason I was drinking it. Um, but that's probably the reason some people were drinking it that night. Uh, all right, all right, all right. I mean, that was it. Red Bull and vodka. People were drinking Red Bull and vodka. They thought that was you know an energy high energy drink. This thing was insane. The sparks. Oh my lord! Oh my lord! <laughs> All right. So uh, now, what is this? Oh yeah, here. So let's stay on this Dogecoin thing real quick. Some people are. This is what Twitter. Twitter. The people who 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 pick the trending stuff and write it out on the side there. They are fools. They do not know about cryptocurrency. But they'll tweet about that. They, They'll tell you what's trending. And here we go. Some people are experiencing issues using the Robinhood app for crypto trading as Dogecoin stock value hits a new record high. It's like the fifth time they phrased it like it's a stock value. People, they think it's a stock. They treat it like a stock. It's not a stock, dudes. (laughs) And that just leads me. How many minor and major Ethereum buyers have never used it for anything other than what Bitcoin does? Okay. That how many people who buy Ethereum, the most they've ever done with it is just send it to something, send it from Coinbase to their Trezor. I mean, most people have never even sent the Ethereum. They just leave it on Coinbase. They leave it on their, their app that they, they don't even own it at. But like, like when will normal people Use Ethereum for what it's supposed to be used for, okay? As as gas, as something to power something like Uniswap, okay? I mean, I mean, and even to use it to, to to play around. I mean, this is sickening to say, but at least the people that are messing around with Hex, at least they've used Ethereum for something different than you know what what. You know what any cryptocurrency does. I mean, you could send Doge compete to people. You could send Bit Bitcoin to people. Whatever. Okay. How hard will it be for people to really use Ethereum for what it's supposed to be used for? Um, it, it's a lot harder than sending Bitcoin. Obviously, you know, you playing with these apps, powering whatever uh, the, the latest uh, Ethereum tool built tool built on Ethereum is smart contract is. So most people. It's it's pure speculation. It's pure people thinking eh, it's it's the next Bitcoin. It's not even trying to be the next Bitcoin, dudes. It's smart contracts. It's all these other things, and you just have to wonder how many people who are such big fans of Ethereum have, have ever even used it for. I mean, and it's pretty cool, you know, when you use it uh, when it's used to power something like uh, like what you would call it as. Uh, uh, the thing I was just talking about as uh, Uniswap, it's it's pretty interesting. I mean, it's 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 weird, man. It's, it's not weird. It's it's different. The smart contract stuff. All right. So, oh my God, someone's got a dirty question there. I'll I'll get that in a second. Um, Web WebPixel sent twenty R here. Thanks for answering me. If you can analyze, I appreciate it. Look at the graph of Origin Protocol, D- dude. I think. You may be partially a bot of something. Like, are these origin protocol people just, I mean, giving you money to, to promote your, th- I mean, this can't be your own personal money that you're, you're asking me, that you're wasting on me here, dude. You're wasting money. It's Brazilian real. Is it Brazilian real? D- Doug says it's real. I, I don't know. Um, WebPixel, you didn't answer my question there. 
But again, I, I thank you for the, if it's Real, I don't think it is. <laughs> I don't know. All right, let's 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 move on here. Pound that like button here. Um, Adam's a, beat true. No, 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 beat. Betrio, you said Adam's a frontal guy no, no, with the ladies. No, I, in a previous video, I mentioned I like uh, Baby's Got Back. That 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 was what I because I've seen all sizes of the front, and you know it's good, it's good. I like, but I I, I always uh, when I valued my wealth in in women, I liked uh, I was like Sir Mix a lot. Uh, all right, what's the uh, uh, <laughs> Betrio? Betrio. Ask a question about the weight of the women I've uh, been uh, intimate with, uh, that I've gone to the the highest levels with uh, in terms of intimacy, um, and usually they are they are quite thin. Um, there have been a few that 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 um, unfortunately there have been a few that uh, well, uh, not a few. I mean, I can think of one who gained uh, during our uh, during our time, but it gained some weight, and that was very. That was unfortunate for her. Um, one who started out thinner, <laughs> um, and, and uh, you know that there were so, there were some that were uh, a, a couple that were medium. Yeah, you know, I I tend to like the you know there are plenty that were th very thin though. Um, the majority were I'm trying to think of the majority were very thin. And there were a lot. I mean, it's it's. You know, American women, <laughs> they were all American women, okay? And, um, you know, I'm, I'm thinking about uh, my, my my last girlfriend was very thin. Um, and, uh, yeah, and, and another very serious one before that was was quite quite thin also. So. Uh, but heaviest one ever, not not like a no, 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 no nothing bad. But one did gain weight to, to you know, yeah, there was a little extra that, that wasn't. That wasn't too good. Um, I, I, you know, there was one. No, no <laughs> I, did, I will do the other. There was one that was kind of big. At, at uh, yeah, that, that was yeah. That one was a little. One had a nice. The backside it, it threw me off a little bit. I would have never. I, I, re, I did not want to. I remember that night. Uh, I, I was at the Lith Lithuanian Hall, uh, which is a, a place in Baltimore um, that would have these uh, those soul nights. DJ uh, Rob. Would, would have these soul nights and uh and there was a girl there who really hit on me and i was hesitant i was hesitant but i went home with her and i was hesitant when i was there i wasn't going to i i, I was not you know usually if you're a guy you're just any girl so she was she had a little she had a few extra pounds yeah yeah that that one started off with a few extra pounds and i uh yeah that was uh yeah, you can fast forward through this, people, if you don't want to hear about, about the history. But it was a question. Johnny uh, NY said, big ups, my dude. Um, all right. All right. Very good. So let's let's get back to the story. But, yeah, that one. That one was. Uh, <laughs> I really tried to get out of there that morning. Hardcore. I, I remember that. I, I wanted out. I wanted out of there. Um, there. There was no follow up with that. Um, but it's it's kind of weird. Uh, an associate of mine found out about that, my experience with that woman. And he decided uh, to try it out with her. He was easily able to access, to access her. So I, I'm not bragging about how I was to access her. It was no, it was no accomplishment to, to get that. No, no, no. I mean, she hit on me and then, no, no, no. so anyway, but very interesting that I told the dude, you know, it was, I don't know why someone would do that after my story with it. Okay. So moving on. That again, don't don't waste your time on this kind of stuff. Valuing your wealth in women. Look, look, it's it's some of it's horrible. Some of it's you know, there's some nitty gritty. You know, it's you know, you're at a club and the girl hits on you or whatever. It's, I'm not proud of that stuff. I'm not I'm not I'm not proud of that story. I'm not proud of that story. Some of you would actually like the way this woman looked. I mean, because the back was nice. The back was nice. I mean, uh, quite a few of you would. Quite a few of you you would be like, oh, that's great. That's great. No, it wasn't. It was one of my worst. It was. Was it my worst ever? I don't know. Probably. Okay, let's let's move on now. Uh, <laughs> I pound that like button, like I pounded that. Um, all right, now, oh gosh, should we talk about Ethereum? And, and here we go with the Ethereum derangement syndrome. This is from Udi. Real quick, it makes no sense to get angry at altcoin at altcoin friends. 
If you don't like them, that's reasonable. <laughs> if you don't like all coins, that's reasonable. But in that case, stop watching their every move. <laughs> the nice thing about buy and hold is that you can do other things while you wait. There you go, guys. So do other things while you wait. For when, when you're when you're holding your Bitcoin, you don't have to follow all coins. You, there are other things to do. Other things to do there. So Chamath, Chamath will no will no longer be speaking at Bitcoin 2021 <laughs> in Miami. Yeah, I was you know I was curious about what he was going to talk about. Um. Now, some people are like, well, is it because of the Surfer Jim? I don't know why. <laughs> that would be funny if Surfer Jim, of, of all people, just, you know, by being on social media, started something that, you know, drove Chamath away from the Bitcoin conference. It, it shows you, uh, you know, if you're in motion, <laughs> what you can do. Now, I, 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 I like Surfer Jim a lot. And, uh, and I think Chamath is actually a really smart guy. Um, I don't, I don't know what the heck he's doing with some of these altcoin things or whatever. Uh, with, with that one project, what's it called? Bit the one that just I don't even know what it. Uh, I'm glad I can't remember its name now. But I, I was curious of what he was going to say uh, and how he would interact with everybody and what the crowd reaction would be. Oh well, won't be able to see that now. He, I, I, we'll, we'll we'll find out more about the reason. But by the way, Trezor. We'll have a a stand there at, at the Miami event. They're not going anywhere. And listen to this, guys, real quick. If you want, if you're, if you're thinking about going to the Miami event on June fourth and fifth, and I'm so excited to meet so many of you in person there, um, and so many of the best freaking guests on the space that have been on the the This Week in Bitcoin show. I'm going to meet them. So many unique beasts. And by the way, me just having a random talk about the women women I've slept with in the past in the middle just shows how I can't be canceled, how I'm in the Bitcoin overlay. And you know, you know, you can you can be like this too. If you don't work for some woke corporation, if you this is what freedom is. You can uh, in the middle of your Bitcoin show, you can reminisce about women a special 20% discount on conference tickets when you buy anything from the Trezor shop. Valid from today until May 21st, 2021, subject to availability. Pick up a wallet or accessories from our official shop and save as much as $260 on your Bitcoin 2021 entry ticket. More than enough to cover the cost of the new of some new hardware. So, okay, people, if some of you were on the fence and you wanted to buy some kind of Trezor product, you can combine it and get a discount to get in there. There, there I just gave you a tip to save money. Gemini is now listing Doge. But Coinbase still isn't. Hmm. Um, I, I, I theorized beforehand that, well, you know, Gemini isn't public. That was what my theory was, that a public company, because of scrutiny from regulators, isn't going to touch Doge because they think they're going to get sued, uh, that well, people are going to complain that they're going to, they, they got ripped off. Um because you know they thought it was going to a dollar because Elon Musk was going to be on SNL. It's so funny how some of those people on um, how envious some of the people on SNL, the crew members are that they were they were saying they don't want to be around them or something. They don't want to be. People are saying yeah, you shouldn't be allowed to be on there. Why? Just because he was like the richest man in the world? You're so envious. It's unbelievable. He's an interesting guy. He'll bring up the ratings for that freaking nightmare of a show that i haven't watched since uh <laughs> what i haven't watched since the last orioles no hitter pound that like but no i've not watched it since then um, I, I don't know i haven't watched it since the 90s i haven't watched saturday Night live since the 90s i, I don't think no god, god forbid i've watched it since i know i've watched it since i was a child okay now um um and <laughs> oh man there's so much i can say about that orioles uh the orioles no hitter i'm i'm Put such a big smile on my face. Now, uh, if Doge was in the S&P, it would rank higher than 366 companies. And it's it's more now. It's it's unbelievable. But, I mean, still, Coinbase is not going to – it it tells you something that Coinbase doesn't want to list it. I mean, that should cue you in to – clue you in to something weird is going to happen. Um, well, it will – you know, it'll, it'll, it'll drop eventually. You know, gamblers are going to gamble. Gamble. It's fine. It's fine. Personal responsibility is a new counterculture. That and that that's sad that Coinbase knows that the mainstream culture 
isn't personal responsibility. That if they list Dogecoin, all these people are going to cry and they're going to get, get the scrutiny of the regulators are going to be upon them. I, I anyway, okay, I, I kind of like give Coinbase some props for not listing Dogecoin. It's, it's not worth the risk at this point for them. And yeah, the the the, the Coinbase price is not. Um, it's not associated with the uh, Bitcoin price. It, it appears now, it, it's broken away. Um, you know, Bitcoin goes up. It, it, Coinbase, uh, and that's why I told you guys buy the friendly, freaking underlying uh, underlying asset. And I think it's great. You know, I think what Coinbase is doing um, that they they gone public. I think it is great for the Bitcoin space. As I've said, um, they're buying up smaller companies like Skew. So this is you know making all these entrepreneurs wealthier by buy, just buying them out. Now that they're public, they're going to buy out a lot more smaller companies too. So guys that have been in motion in the space are going to get a lot of money from uh, <laughs> selling out to Coinbase. But hey, that's business, dude. That That is business. And there was something else I wanted to say about Coinbase. Yeah, so Gary, let's talk about uh, regulation. Gary Gensler, people making a big deal that he recommends the Congress that they regulate crypto exchanges more. All right, he did, didn't really get specific. He almost it made me think that he maybe he, he wants a new agency just for crypto regulation. I mean, he it was just basically, hey, Congress, do something. There's and it's it's it, there's no need to do something, okay, at all. It's fine the way it is. But Gary Gensler, who's from Baltimore, just like me, and whose father, <laughs> whose father knew my family uh, because of the vending business. Uh, yeah, he, he's a regulator. So he's, you know, he's something has to be done. If you, you know, you, you got to make yourself useful, do something or tell Congress to do something. There's no need to do anything. So the price kind of went down today a little bit um, because of that. They are going to do something eventually. They are going to make some new rule, some maybe some new, the crypto SEC, the crypto regulators. Johnny and Waya, thank you for the two, that $2, by the way. All right, all right. We got people going up. We're, we got people going back and forth here. Uh, uh, oh my god! All right, now. Oh, someone mentions. Uh, this is very interesting. You know, which we're talking about altcoin tribes, and obviously the altcoin tribe of the month right now, even though ETC, even though Ethereum Classic is pumping, it's Doge still. But uh, over in the land of EgoCoin, he, what he's about to do, he's going to make his own version of Ethereum. Richard. <laughs> and all his uh, people are going to pump it up. And people believe him. He's going to create a better version of Ethereum. My, this dude can say anything. I mean, he, he could say he, he'd uh, take out a dude in the middle of Times Square. <laughs> Does that sound like something else? A a anyway, and his uh, and his uh, ego worshippers would, would just love it. He's got a cult around him, and he's pumping it for everything it's worth. Uh, so yeah, he's people. Are, I, I'm sure more and more of you are going to ask about this Ethereum um, fork of his that he's going to do. Whatever, dudes. When it gets bigger into the news, I guess I'll have to mention it because your freaking uh, your tribe is pretty loud. Your uh, your altcoin tribe is loud. <laughs> if you're a holder of Ethereum, don't, don't don't buy it. I mean, just just get it for free. Don't, never buy anything that you can get for free. Now, um, my lord, there's other people pumping all sorts of weird things in the chat here, dudes. If you want my attention, type type in Bitcoin Meister. Though you guys know the rules. Come on, or do a freaking super chat. We're 34 minutes into this thing. I'm still going strong because. It's still raining out there. I got to go on a little walk after this stuff. Okay, so let's let's go back um, to the uh, the Ethereum at 150. Ethereum Classic is at 150 dollars. So there are uh, there are actually there's a couple logical reasons, reasonable reasons for Ethereum to pump. One of them is if Ethereum fails, oh then Ethereum Classic will take its place. That has been a storyline of Ethereum Classic for a while. I doubt that many people are buying Ethereum Classic because of that. I think a lot of people 
see the name Ethereum in Ethereum Classic, and they're like, oh, I'm going to get a cheap Ethereum. Instead of buying $3,500 Ethereum, I'm going to get $150 Ethereum. And that might be why people are buying a B gold for $120 or $130. Ooh, I'm getting a discounted Bitcoin. Ooh, ooh. There's something in the name. There's something in the branding. It's pure freaking ignorance here. <laughs> but man, I think a year ago, I would have said it was ridiculous um, for, for Ethereum Classic to, to pump to $150 again and, or, 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 be, or be gold to, to be $150 or whatever the heck it is. And Ethereum Classic was trending on, on social media. So again, we have this social media – uh, pumps, they, they, they're, they're social media pumps again uh, with Ethereum Classic, with Dogecoin. And uh, yeah, there'll probably be more. I'm sure Richard would love to get his thing trending on Ethereum, on uh, social, on Twitter. It'll help. Uh, th these memes, man. I, branding. It's, it's you know, you, you can mess with, it's a game of musical chairs, dudes. It's a, And it seems like a fun freaking game like now, right now. But the music will stop, and uh, it's uh, – you know, Bitcoin did real well. It fueled this thing. People take their Bitcoin – we saw all of this in 2017. It is such a repeat of 2017. It will probably be bigger. So, yeah, that's your – you know, the, the, I just try to give you some behind the scenes of why Ethereum Classic might be pumping. It's it's silly. I gave you a, a, a reasonable reason there, but I seriously doubt anyone's doing that. U.S. banks to allow Bitcoin trading in 2021, says the NYDIG executives. That's pretty big news um, that, 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 that banks are going – something is going to happen with NYDIG. To, they're, they're going to create a, an interface that allows you uh, – allows uh, Bitcoin trading through your bank. All right. I mean, dude, you have to wait that long to actually trade, you know, to buy Bitcoin. But normies, they they gotta they gotta do things through traditional ways. They don't feel it's it's good to buy or, or trade Bitcoin until their bank allows them to. <laughs> dude, permissionless. But people, most people want permission from some authority figure. It makes them feel so safe. Makes them feel so safe. So what's this Chia thing? Oh my lord. I predicted this, dude. Not specifically with Chia, because I really, I, I maybe had, I had heard of it before. Freaking CNN, CNN. I mean, uh, they have an article. Bitcoin may be the king of cryptocurrencies, but it's facing an environmental backlash over the energy-intensive technology underpinning it. So yes, I have said for a while that plenty of entities out there. Whether it be mainstream propaganda, mindless 80%er news organizations like CNN or whoever are going to say Bitcoin kills the environment. Because, again, CNN's agenda is just, you know, get everybody to, to believe this green – to be scared that the world is going to end because of climate change. That's the – that's CNN's agenda. So, of course, they're going to promote any story that, that can get people scared and get people more hooked on their channel. All these 80 percenters that are just locked in their basement still. That's the next. I mean, they've admitted it. The next big scary story after the virus is, oh, we have to lock down the whole world because uh, the it's it's hot outside. <laughs> but so, so they are go they plenty of people. So uh, an altcoin has been created, you know, basically to uh to buy into this you know bitcoin lie that it destroys the environment now the chia project chia underscore project on twitter i didn't link to it below yet i might not you might just have to use your head they only have thirty two thousand followers i mean tone maze is, is bigger than freaking chia pound that thank god <laughs> um but uh a new crypto called chia says it's eco-friendly it's the eco-friendly alternative of, of 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 bitcoin <laughs> god i mean if you listen to cnn you're going to end up a slave or you're going to end up broke or you're going to end up both all right proof of space is the gimmick over at chia I mean, every every little thing but um 
in, in here, they actually have a, a story at Decrypt about it. Chia launched on Monday with a price of just under $1,600. Oh, my God. It briefly climbed to $1,819, but within hours fell to the $700 mark. Okay, so that's – you end up broke through CNN's uh, – and has since seen a steady decline to $597, shedding over $1,000 of its launch price. So, I mean, this is CNN. This is CNN. This is the kind of crypto information you get from mainstream sources like CNN. It is so – it's not a shock at all. But this is how, how some people find out about cryptocurrency. Oh, there's a new – CNN says there's a new Bitcoin. Better buy it. <laughs> uh, but uh, it I, there will be more environmental attacks on Bitcoin, all right? And, you know, instead of this, you know – printing money out of thin air like the Chia people did, it would have been better if they just would have forked it out off and called it Chia Bitcoin. So all of us could have gotten this uh, ridiculously uh, insane, uh, it would have been a ridiculously insane crypto dividend of Bitcoin, we holders, and we would have dumped it on all these CNN mindless followers. I mean, personal responsibility is a new counterculture. I don't feel bad for you if you believe all the CNN nonsense after the last, uh, what, five years, okay? I know. I, I, I mean, come on. You should be able to use your freaking head instead of believing every gimmick and every uh, branding thing that's thrown in your freaking face. But uh, yeah, but players like CNN are going to help keep uh, altcoins. Uh, I mean, they're, they're pumping a freaking altcoin over there called Chia I mean, that I really hadn't heard of. So ridiculous. Chia, pound that like button. All right, now. Now, what else do we have here? Oh, 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 this what's it say? There's an article. Dogecoin rally, a middle finger to the system, says uh, Bitcoin bull Novogratz. All right. I'm going to say I'm going to say I agree on a certain aspect of this. A lot of people buying Dogecoin, they fit and a lot of people buying GameStop stop. They are buying it because they think they are putting up their middle finger to the system, to the man. To maybe even the CNN. You're not. They don't care. You're getting, you're letting emotional emotions. You're angry. You're angry that you're not rich or you're maybe you're envious or you're, you're angry because you believe that, uh, that all these rich people have set the system and it benefits them. And you're looking for a scapegoat. And so you're going to buy this to say, you know what? I'm beating you with this. So you're using – you're letting emotion guide you. Not a good idea. Not a good idea. And it can only go so far. This can only be fueled by emotion and envy and anger and destruction for so long and revenge for so long. People think they're going to buy Dogecoin and it's going to just destroy the dollar, destroy whoever. It's not. It's not going to destroy anything. You're the one who's going to get destroyed in the end. So I agree. I agree that some of these things are being pumped beyond my expectations because people have really bought into this narrative that I'm getting revenge. I'm putting my middle finger up to these people who kept me down. And in a sense, you're put, but they don't care that you're putting your middle finger up to them. And it's not going to help you in the long run. So that's my analysis of the situation. Um, all right. We talked about, uh, that, uh, Charlie Munger thinking about putting people on pedestals. Uh, uh, what did he say here? He, he said, Bitcoin success is disgusting. I mean, do you really care? He's 90 years old for God's sakes. <laughs> I, I, I don't know, man. Um, I, I, he said it at a shareholders meeting. I mean, there's still shareholders meetings. I mean, they're not going to be shareholders meetings in a few years. Why, why have shareholders meetings anymore? They can all be virtual. I mean, uh, I mean, stocks and shareholders meetings, it's a thing of the past. So it's not shocking that he says it's disgusting. I mean, that's the best. Thing. Right. Don't buy it. Now, I, I'm, I'm, I think it's. I'm not putting him on a pedestal. I, that, that's my take on it. Andy Hoffman. 
who was you know much, much more important in our space than freaking Charlie Munger says, in my opinion, even at $3,400, a unit bias effect in, a, in Ethereum compared to $57,000 for Bitcoin for those hedge funds and latecomers looking uh, for the next Bitcoin. So I think he's got something there. I, I think there are some people that, and maybe even hedge funds or you know corporate entities that are like, yeah, fifty-seven thousand dollars is expensive for this cryptocurrency thing. Thirty-four hundred, though, that seems like a pretty good deal compared to fifty-seven. It's unit bias. It's completely mindless. And don't think that some of these corporate entities can can fall for it. That they can't fall for it because they can. They can. They it, it, there's psychology is a powerful is very powerful. Okay. Yes, human psychology is very powerful, and you you get beyond the unit bias. I think I think Andy's got a, a point that there there are some people and entities out there that are buying Ethereum because it's the cheaper of the two, and that makes no sense. Where does Ethereum rank on uh, the most valuable companies on Earth right now on that list? I didn't check. I was supposed to check before the show. I'm sure it, it it's gone higher and higher. It is it is a wild thing, and it's just again it's a golden age that we're living in, where these cryptocurrencies are worth more than uh, these traditional names in industry. I, I think it's it's a positive um, because the traditional names in in, in industry, some of them are going to go down the toilet uh, because of their their woke uh, their woke ways. And hey, let the market decide. Compete, don't complain. Let me. I, I'm going to go back real quick. I feel like I, I skipped some, some stuff today. There were so many things I had written down. Okay, there are people, a lot of people chatting in the chat, but they're not uh, people, uh, nobody asking questions. I don't see a Bitcoin Meister there. But, but keep on, uh, if you don't have questions, don't have questions. Great. We're, we've been on for, I want to get this thing done now. We've been on for 45 minutes. Uh, I assume, oh yeah, we talked about SKU already and that Coinbase will be buying. Coinbase has done this for years. It ramped up its spending spree in 2018, shortly after it made a ton of money from the 2017 Bitcoin boom. It has bought uh, 16 companies, uh, including Stu, and invested in 13, according to Crunchbase data. Coinbase Venture Capital Arm, Coinbase Venture has invested in 74 companies. So it's only going to grow more. Uh, it's it's they have a lot. They have all sorts of money now that they're they've gone public. So they'll keep on buying up. Uh, companies all over. So good for them. Uh, and there was actually something I wanted to say about that. I just forgot what I was going to say. Uh, and so Ethereum versus Bitcoin, the pie expanded for everyone is a healthy thing for the industry. Think of it that way, people. It's not a zero sum game. One doesn't have to defeat the, they're not even competing here. Um, but I, I do think uh, when, when people try to say it's a store of value, it's insane um well compared to bitcoin it's no store of value stability 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 monetary policy stability it is the most stable monetary policy ever created is bitcoin all right and the, the dow it might have happened the dow bailout happened 2016 you cannot erase that it's still there but the the, the pie is expanding for everyone everybody's creating in, in in the in the industry in, in the crypto industry in, in the Bitcoin space whatever so don't don't think it's like a, a winner take all game etc cetera, etc cetera. Uh, by the way Ben Shapiro had a uh, Portnoy on his show Sunday special not this past Sunday uh, uh, what's his name was on uh, Jordan Peterson was on but last the Sunday before that uh, Portnoy was on very very interesting if you want more Portnoy he he definitely you know, he isn't he, he basically admits that he's an act and he's marketing and um, but he, he, he and he may he admits he messed up totally on, on Bitcoin. But he you know, his his main business is in cryptocurrency. It's Dave Portnoy is his main business. And he does a really good job of uh, of branding Dave Portnoy to the 80 percenters. His brand is strong, man. It's and people don't think. They, they buy right into everything that he does and says. Now, uh, what do we have here? The cicadas are back in Baltimore. And, and I mean, in various parts of the mid-Atlantic, 
I can remember 2004, the last time the cicadas were there. Uh, my mother sent me a picture and it's just that part of life. You know, a lot has changed since 2004, but every 17 years, the cicadas um, come to uh, the Baltimore region and I will, I will be back in Baltimore on June 8th to see them. There won't be as big. I mean, they will peak in about two weeks, I believe. And it is, if, if you don't know what I'm talking about, people, you should, uh, you know, Google it, look it up, Baltimore cicadas, uh, 2004, every 17 years, 2021, you will, you will see the pictures of them. And they're pretty big things. They're bigger than your freaking thumb. And I, I ate one last time. I'll probably eat one another time. Uh, and finally, we talk about, I talk about the herd and people conforming uh, mindlessly in the 80 percenters way. I found this video. I think I found this in a comment section again, because I use my head. I read the comments. I just don't, you know, go to, uh, I don't just go to what social media tells me to go to what the algorithm tells me to go to. I do my own research. Solomon Ash conformity experiment video or how people believe obvious lies. And it just, it's, it just shows you how over the last, I mean, especially over the last year, how people will conform, how they will believe ever, anything they are told just to fit in. Okay. You know, they, they show, <laughs> they show a guy a bunch of lines and everybody around them says, you know, this, this line is longer than uh, this line, but they're wrong, and, but they're all saying it. So he feels pressure to, you know, even though he knows it's wrong, everybody else is saying it's right. You watch the video, dude, and don't be that dude. Use your head. You always use your head. It is. It seems like it is 80% of human nature to conform, even though what they see in front of their eyes, they know is wrong. They know it's wrong. They know it makes no sense, but they buy, but they buy into it. And on a certain level, uh, if you can figure out what all the 80 percenters are buying into, you can, you can make money off of it. You, you, can, you can see what mindless trends they are completely wrong about. And, you know, take advantage of the situation. I mean, that's what CNN is is freaking doing. They, they know everyone is pet. I mean, they've added, added to it. They know there's no reason to panic. People with their own eyes can see that there's no that there's no reason to panic. But everyone's saying panic. Everyone's saying panic. They've been told that it is a panic situation. It isn't a panic situation. It isn't a hysterical situation. But for over the last year, people have been told over and over and over again, you should be hysterical. You should panic. It's the end of the world. But with your own eyes, you can see, wait, what is this? This is insane what's going on. But most people bought into it. Well, now it's finally, I mean, many people have come to their senses, which is great. All right. So there's, there's hope for humanity. Watch that video. It is linked to below. I just want to make sure. I I, I bet I skipped something, but it's all right. I'm Adam. We will tune in tomorrow, 1 p.m. Uh, Baltimore time. Oh, here we do have a comment. One final comment. Uh, tune in 1 p.m. Baltimore time for the uh, This Week at Bitcoin show. And uh, Joe Saz makes his uh, debut. It'll be great to talk to him. I've never had to really talk to him. Uh, thank you. Uh, so Mr. Barefoot Barry says, thanks uh, for your – thank you for four years of time and effort. It's been more than four years. It's been eight years of, of time and effort and dedication and conviction sharing your strong hand. But I know what you, you, you're just saying, you know, since – the last cycle. Obviously, I've been here. I was. I've been here since. I've been here for two cycles, Barry. So it's it's eight years. But yes, it's appreciated. Um, I know not not clearly. Most people watching this show were not in the cryptocurrency uh, before 2017, which is unfortunate for them. Um, but a few of you have. So thanks a lot, everybody. Pound that like button. I'm Adam Meister, the Bitcoin Meister. Again, 1 p.m. Uh, Eastern Time tomorrow. And yeah, the rain stopped. And uh, see you later. Bye. Thanks.